if you don't have them as a photographer, you're probably wasting a heck of a lot of time in the culling world. Man, I remember back in the day trying to like doing that in Photoshop and like I'd have to look at a YouTube tutorial and then like quickly go through and like it'll literally take me hours to do like... Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Hey guys, welcome to episode six of the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. Today, we have got a bit of a treat for you guys, especially for you creative business owners. I'm excited for this one, man. This is going to be uh, this is going to be really, really like beneficial and offer a lot of value for those uh, those creative business owners. But um, how you been, man? How's the how's the week been? Good, mate. Just uh, back into it. We're uh, I got a new computer this week, so I'm pretty excited. So I've been doing the old uh, trying to switch everything over and work out that uh same system but just yeah new computer so that's uh that's a fun time nice man what'd you get got the uh the mac studio uh set up so spent all the coin on that um it wasn't it wasn't that cheap but uh it's just yeah i thought i better keep up with the times i guess and mate this thing's so fast and it looks hectic so you know it's all that matters it's yeah, all about the looks I've, right i've seen the specs <laughs> on those things and they are unreal it's about time you upgraded anyway wasn't it yeah my mate my last computer was like seriously struggling like you'd open lightroom and it'd be like like a spinning wheel to death for like five minutes trying to like open a photo it was ridiculous i don't even know how i've had it for so long <laughs> <laughs> well um yeah man it's it's been a busy it's been a busy like week for me busy couple of days i've um setting up the office so the office might look a little bit different got a got a new desk added a couple of cool little features i've now got a dual monitor it took me so long to get a dual monitor man um yeah i've gone with like the, the stacked like version so i've got like one on top of each other all right when i'm looking at you at the moment you're like looking up at the sky and i'm like what's he looking at up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, oh, it's it's not too bad it's not too bad but i i, I do enjoy it i do enjoy it um saves me heaps of desk space that's it yeah For some other activities and a new comfy chair mate like these are these are sick Stepping up in the world, mate. You've joined. You've joined the dark side with the chairs, mate. Copying me. I see how it is. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. I'll take. I'll take it back. Same color and everything, eh? What's the go there? <laughs> oh, damn it! I'll have to take it back and get like a orange one or something. <laughs> yeah, just really stand out. Match the logo. Ah, <laughs> uh, easy, man. Easy. Um. All right. So, what's the um? What's the topic for today? Look, we're hoping that we can uh, help some yeah creatives in the industry and also i guess maybe give a bit of insight to i guess what we do behind the scenes which hopefully if you're a couple listening that um you've booked us and you're like how do these guys do what they do and stay on top of everything hopefully this topic will help and yeah so today we're talking about seven tools you need as a creative business owner these are our industry secrets these are the tools that we use every day to ensure that we can create a an optimal environment so we can like maintain a high client experience um, and we can have the best tools to ensure that like not only is our deliverables the best it can be but we also ensure that our business runs efficiently smoothly and keeps us like efficient and productive so like obviously we've got families like when we work we need to work efficiently but also just creating space outside of work is just as important and i don't know about you man but like when i want to spend time with my family i want to 
like make sure like I'm not like consistently like thinking, oh, I've got to get this done. Like I've got to get this done. Like I have faith in the tools that I use that like just gives that sense of uh, confidence that I am running a smooth operating machine that I call my business. That's it. Yeah. And like we want to make it easy for not only ourselves, but I guess for our clients and things like that too. Yeah, and make sure that they're getting, yeah, as you said, the client experience. Because the client experience realistically is the main thing. Because for us as creatives, like I guess what we do, we know how to do it. Like we can go and shoot with our eyes closed really every single day of the week. But if the client experience isn't good, that's kind of like that's that's the main bread and butter that we kind of have to work on. So that's why, like, yeah, obviously these tools help us uh yeah, create that experience, but then also give us flexibility and room to enjoy our lives outside of work because you know, I feel like we always, uh, as business owners, we are working our butts into the ground sometimes, um, and it's nonstop. But uh, look, these some of these tools definitely, uh, yeah, save us time. Let's get straight into it. So I feel like this is a good segue for the topic we're talking about. Number one is huge, is yeah. huge. And I, I'm going to tell you guys, if you are a creative business owner and you do not have number one, I'll let Matt say what it is, but if you do not have one, <laughs> you need to get onto something ASAP. ASAP because it will change your life. It's legit. Yeah. And look, we're going to name the one that myself and Tim use, but it's not the only one out there. Um, But yeah, so we're going to be talking like client relationship manager or CRM. Look, far out. You could not do what we do without this. So I guess, yeah, the tool we use is Studio Ninja. It's an Aussie company. I love that it's an Aussie company. And it literally is so easy. Originally made for like photo video peeps. I feel like everyone's using it now. Like, you know, it's super customizable. They're always bringing new things out to make it better. And it saves so much freaking time. It's ridiculous. Um, maybe, so Tim, just tell us, like, I guess, what is the CRM? What is Studio Ninja? What? How do you use it? So basically a CRM or a business client management system, it's... Is like that um, that VA specifically for your business that holds all of the required information. It keeps everything up to date. Uh, it holds your contracts. It looks after your invoicing. It captures leads from your website. It ensures that all of the information from every single client uh, or couple is kept in a safe place and payments basically up to date. It holds where your contract situated. So it's it's very much an online based system and application. This is also massive for uh, like when you send out like an invoice or a contract, right? Like for us in Studio Ninja, it's all online. Like if you are sending out an email and expect a, a client to sign a paper like physically and then scan They're it, they're not going to print it off. You, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> like that's yeah, it's it's twenty twenty two. Get yeah, get with the time, guys. Um, so yeah, we make it as simple and as easy for our clients as possible. And having like a CRM really captures all of the information you require in your business and keeps it all in that one place. So I know when I first started my business, I was using Excel spreadsheets and Google Sheets like to keep things in like different locations. And when you start having you know a couple of dozen clients like it's it's not it's not the most efficient way of managing those clients and like we can go into uh, like automations and integrations into accounting softwares but really it's it's a piece of equipment that is a must have for any any business owner 
And it's like the brains of us too, because like realistically, like we set it up originally, yes. And like, as Tim said, like the perfect part about it is, is like from initial contact, uh, I guess, from our couples that we're getting, like they come through our website. We have a uh, booking form on our website. So people can like literally, they get, jump on there. They do the fill in the contact form and all their information gets automatically put into Studio Ninja. Everything's there that they've typed in um, and it creates like a client profile for them. Um, and then from there, like depending on what it is, so, so like if it's a wedding, like I have a workflow that literally I could give you the dates for every email that gets sent to these people. Everything is already all the, I guess the ducks or the eggs are in the basket. Is that the right saying? Anyway, <laughs> everything's already lined up perfectly, uh, you know, ready to go. So that like essentially, as long as my, as long as our like clients reply to those emails, like they're not getting lost in anything. They're not missing out on like important emails from us. And we're also not spending the time um, and energy going, Oh, when are they getting married? Oh, it's in three months time. Let's make sure we send that email at the right time. None of that sort of stuff happens. Look, it just is a lifesaver. Yeah. All right. I don't know what I would do without some sort of CRM. I remember I did the first three years of my business without one and it got to like maybe just before COVID and I was like, oh, I really should like look into this and everyone was talking about it and I don't even know how I did it. Like it's so hectic and it's so useful. Like if we did not have a CRM, we would have to have like someone employed in the business to basically manage this whole process. It's literally like the cheapest person who like you can't pay someone as cheap as what this costs. You know what I mean? Like it's so worth it. And like, I think we we speak a lot about like when we like book people and when we're like in the lead up to like weddings and shoots, like we send out questionnaires, like the questionnaires go through Studio Ninja too. And the perfect part about all of this is, is that like, I, I think the reason what probably sold me the most on Studio Ninja was the fact that it had an app. Like it's literally got an, like for me, I'm an iPhone user. It's got an iPhone app. I can like use that like app anywhere I am. I can open up their contract, their invoice, their whole entire like client profile. And if I need to see, I don't know, like what's happening with their questionnaire and where they're up to with it, I can see that on my phone wherever I am. And it's so handy. Like I've got a couple of questionnaires that I send like throughout that um, that booking process. And like to have access to that within a couple of seconds, like to see all the information like from a client, um, where they are, like where they're getting married, have that information, the contract there, notes, all the emails that we've correspondence that we've had with each other. It's massive. I can't even like begin to explain. Like my life would be absolutely hectic without a CRM and without Studio Ninja. I know there's plenty of other CRMs out there. There's HoneyBook. I don't think we can use HoneyBook in um, in Australia. Like I know that's huge within like the in the US wedding market. Yeah, Dubsado. But for me, the simplicity of Studio Ninja and just how easy the the interface is, it's yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's definitely worth looking at getting. If you haven't got one, you probably need to look. Yeah, it's a lifesaver. It's such a good management software for people that are already busy. Or people that maybe not even are busy yet, but are hoping to get busy in the future. And I think that's probably, yeah. if you can get onto it early and you have all your, like, everything's lined up perfectly for you, you have your systems in place, it will save you so much time long term. Like, it would actually help your business, like, in terms of getting more clients as well, because you can set up workflows, you can be more consistent, you can achieve a higher client experience, and there's so much room to edit these workflows as well so it's like you add yourself into your workflow like you add like 
your email template to add in how you want to run your business into the into this workflow and you can keep it so consistent with every couple yeah like i i would be so lost without studio ninja and like this is not just for photographers and videographers either like my wife runs a caravan bar business and she uses studio ninja i know a couple of planners that use studio ninja it's not just for photographers and yeah that's it exactly and i think just when we were talking then tim as well i think one of the the Probably another benefit of it is as well, which if we haven't sold it to you already, this might be your this might be it. All right, so strap yourself in, get a pen out, write it down. But the best part about it as well is, is like it's a cal- like it, it manages the calendar for us too. In a sense of we have the tendency as humans to make mistakes, right? And if we put in the wrong date or something like that, fair enough. But if the couple has put in a date, we know if we're booked or not. It will come up with like a little red cross saying we're booked on that date, or it'll come up with like a yellow cross saying that we have a inquiry for that day. So it's very hard to double book a wedding or it's very hard to double book a shoot. Yeah, you absolutely can't. And that, that's a big thing. Like I, I use stories like this as well. I have a couple contact me at least once, like every two to three weeks that like my videographer has like double booked me. Are you available? And the wedding's in like a month or two. Yeah, it's hectic, hey? <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Yeah. I really, I really don't. Yeah, maybe they don't have a client management. <laughs> Maybe they don't. <laughs> we aren't sponsored by Studio Ninja. We're not endorsed by Studio Ninja. So we're not getting any kickback from this whatsoever. We just love the product. We love the system that they that they offer. And yeah, our, our business will not be the same without it. So if we have not sold it to you already, please look into upping your client experience, upping your business and uh, investing in a client relationship management system. Yeah, let's move on from that because that was yeah like such a, big topic and we could talk about it forever. Let's talk about number two, which uh, obviously for me and you, Tim, this is like the bulk of what all of our clients see on a day-to-day basis. And we're, we're talking photo and video deliver- delivery platforms. Um, yeah, let's maybe start with video because I don't know, obviously I'm a photographer, so I don't know it as much and it's probably less a known uh, sort of style of how you deliver your videos because that's pretty cool for people to hear. Yeah, so look, Gone are the days of giving a couple a USB, sending it in the mail, or mm-hmm. um, sending them a video on YouTube. I'm sorry, guys, it is 2022. Please do not send your videos via YouTube. There is a much better way. Um, there's a couple of different platforms out there that you can use to deliver uh, videos to your client. That is basically their own gallery. So I use Vidflow, um, which is like phenomenal. It's aesthetically like pleasing like you can add in photos as covers and for the video itself so like when you send this to your client it it looks like and it's their own gallery website with their video films so looks amazing it's extremely cheap extremely affordable so there really shouldn't be any excuse why any other videographer is sending through YouTube. Do they have a limit on like how big of a like files you can put in? Like what's yeah. the go? Because some videographers obviously out there are probably like throwing out like, uh, let's just say like a full doc edit. Will it take care of that? Yeah, it will. So it's roughly around like $10 per like five gigs. So it's not, it's not too bad. So like to deliver like a, a wedding gallery for a client's video really isn't expensive whatsoever. And it just ups like your delivery game. Yeah. Makes you look more profesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Makes me look a lot more professional. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, simple as that. Yeah. So what what about photo, mate? Like, what's what are the tools available? Because I know there's obviously lots of different kind of uh, photo delivery um, platforms and galleries that you can utilize. Um, I've seen some good ones. I've seen some not so good ones. Yeah, there's so many. There's like, and I think that's the thing is like. Look, all of the things we're talking about today, regardless, you need to have a look into them and you need to make sure that they suit your needs and wants for your specific business. For me personally, I have ended up at PickTime. So that's my delivery service that I use for my photos. I love PickTime. I think it's great. Yeah, look, there's so many options with it and there's so much customizable, I guess, aspects to it. For me personally, it's very user-friendly. For me, I can drag my whole entire gallery and drop it onto PickTime. I can put it on there. I can sort it into like categories of like, I don't know, prep and ceremony, family photos, portraits, reception. And it just comes back to you guys like looking legit. Like it's so much nicer. You can download like Let's say you get a thousand photos back. You can download all thousand photos, but it'll come to you in those individual like folders when you've downloaded it. Uh, it just makes life so much easier. So if you were like, I don't know, if you wanted to get your family photos in like and send them to your friends or whatever, you can like either download them and send them that way, or you can send them a link for the family photo section. So it's pretty cool in that sense. Um, if you've got overseas people and things like that, you're not having to send like a bazillion emails with like a thousand photos. Yeah. Okay. So you're not going to send me a USB anymore? Uh, no, USBs <laughs> are out the door. I used to offer USBs. Like I was still offering USBs probably even last year. So people who are still getting married this year are still, because I offered it at the time, you're still getting your USB at the moment. But uh, as of 2023, USBs were so 2022. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. yeah, I, I get annoyed because people always are like also losing these bad boys. And then I'm like, they're like, oh, when does like, when do I, like how do, what happens if I lose my USB? And where, do, where does this go and what happens here? And then I'm having to either send another USB or something like that. Now, regardless of if you're getting a USB or not, you are still getting an online gallery version of that. I don't get rid of your online gallery. It just sits there. It's kind of like backup for me too. So it's got like a indefinite expiry date on it, so to speak. And the other positive to pick time is as well, there's one more, is that it kind of turns into a sales cart too. There is so much flexibility with it. There is so many options on there. You can get prints done. You can like, for me personally, I don't even have to deal with the print aspect of it. So I have like PayPal connected to it. My clients can order photos through it. They pay for it. It gets sent straight to their house. I get paid. Everybody's happy. So it's a little bit of like one of those like automated tasks that we don't have to do, but we're actually making income from it too. Yeah. Amazing. How good is that? That simplifies the process a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> it's so it's so good. And they also like, and the great thing is pick time as well, is they also like bring out campaigns. So like if it's Father's Day, Christmas, whatever, they'll like bring out campaigns and go, hey guys, like here's a campaign that's already built for you. Why don't you like, you know, let's do a 10% discount or a 15% discount, whatever it is. And you can send that out and it actually, it actually has automated email marketing. So it will like, it collects up all of the emails that people have put in from like or for your clients and you can like one click of a button, send out an email to every single one of them with an email campaign saying that, hey, it's Christmas time coming up. Let's get some prints going. And that like, yeah. you know, like for me personally, I think that's a no brainer for me because I'm not going to, I don't want to sit there and have to recreate a whole lot of marketing around my photos and then send them off the hope that someone might buy something out of it. It doesn't cost me any extra to have that part of that pick time, having the email marketing campaigns. So. Yeah, it's definitely a bit of a win-win situation. There's obviously like clients that have already taken interest and you've sent the gallery to them. 
So sending them a bit of a sale if they haven't purchased like already is just just the icing on the cake. Really, it's just offering a bit more value for them. Like if they were already interested in something and they didn't buy it, like they get a bit of discount now. Like it's that's great service, man. And they're not getting slammed with a bazillion emails either. It's usually like two emails being like, hey, here's a discount code. If you want to use it, use it by this date. And then it's like another one a couple of days later. So it's one yeah. of those things and they can opt out of it if they really wanted Stop to. Stop spamming yeah. me, Matt Ashton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy some print your photos, print your photos. That's all it says <laughs> with a smiley face and me with like a thumbs up. Get it done. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, number three. So uh, online meetings and scheduling. So this is um this is really really um important I think for for me as well it saves me so much time like the amount of back and forth I have to use to I used to have to go with a couple just to find a date and a time that we could have a meeting um on Zoom it was absolutely ridiculous like it was so many freaking like extra emails four, oh my five, goodness. Six, like <laughs> 10 emails like it was just wasting so much time and then at the end of it like it wasn't really a time that really suited us both either so um online meetings where you utilize zoom i think zoom's basically like the industry standard there's a couple of other ones out there but zoom's just simple everyone uses it mostly everyone has an account thanks covid for that bad boy one thousand percent one it's like the industry norm. Yeah, yeah, definitely is. But yeah, in terms of scheduling, this is this is actually something quite recent I've added into my business the last couple of months, and that's uh, a software called Calendly. So I've integrated that into my email templates and my email marketing, um, and even on my website. So when you inquire with me, you'll basically get a cal- Calendly um, invitation, and you can have a look at when I'm available. Um, and then you could just pick a time that suits you. Um, there's no back and forth. It's completely automated. It books in a Zoom um, a Zoom appointment at that time. So I get a notification. I'm like, sweet, got a meeting. Like that's booked in. I haven't had to do anything other than set my calendar like each month, each every couple of weeks. It's yeah, it's epic. It's such a useful like a tool, I guess. Um, and I use it as well. And I guess the best part about Calendly is is that it's connected to your like Google Calendar or whatever calendar you mainly use, and it can tell if you're already booked. So like, if I have it, like for me personally, I try and do my my meetings on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday afternoon slash night. I just try and pick three days in the week where I try and do them. But if I have a shoot on on a Monday and I can't get to them, like get back from the meeting in time, or if I haven't like gone through Calendly and like, I don't know, tick the box saying that I'm not available on that date, it will sense on the Google calendar or whatever I use that I am booked on that date already. And therefore I cannot do meetings. So it definitely takes out a lot of hassle in terms of going back and forth. And it also definitely is something that I had not used a whole lot until recently because I was very, very sick of writing emails about, hey, guys, how are you? Hope you're doing well. Would love to meet up with you. Let me know when you're free. And it just, as Tim said, took forever. Yeah, obviously, we we want to be as efficient as we can uh, with our business. Uh, We've got a lot of editing to do. So the more time we spend doing admin really just takes away from the um, time that we can spend in the uh, our zone of genius creating the products that we're paid to create essentially i think another like and because you touched on like google calendar and that's that's another big one like in terms of like your crm and having it integrated like with a calendar and having like your scheduler uh basically linked to like for for me and for matt as well like we both use google calendar so like 
all of my leads, all of all of the jobs, so all of my bookings all go through Google Calendar as well. So uh, Calendly will basically like because uh, it's linked to Google Calendar, it would sense like when we're booked, when we're available, and it'll ensure that um, there's no double bookings in terms of meetings or when we have jobs or weddings or or anything like that. So it makes the process a lot simpler, and it's it's. It's really saved so much time, like in my life, hundred percent. The Google Calendar itself is probably not a tool we're actually talking about today, but that's probably a secret little bonus tip for you guys. Like, use Google Calendar because Google Calendar works with so many other apps and integrations. Like, it's not like I find like for me, I'm a Mac person, and I know that Apple's like Calendar doesn't always Loser. work with <laughs> doesn't always work with everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's not integrated with every single like platform perfectly where like Google Calendar is. It's kind of one of those like premium products, but it's free, right? Like it doesn't cost us anything to have it. And it also integrates well, like with, I guess for me, I use like Gmail. So that works as well. So it's kind of one of those things where, um, yeah, that's a little bonus tip for you guys. Definitely look at using Google Calendar because it is friendly with a lot of different tools. It's a, it's a very powerful tool. Like I think almost everyone has a Google Calendar, but not everyone really uses it to its full capacity. I don't think I do either, right? Like that's the thing is like there's so many options with that thing. It's hectic. Man, like the amount of money I think I spend on like all these, like all these tools and subscriptions and like Google Calendar is like one of the main ones and it's just sitting there for a <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely a positive. Uh, that's for sure. Let's go to the next one. I feel like you can introduce this yeah. one because it's probably a little bit more in the photography. Man, I know nothing about this. Nothing <laughs> at all. So, all right. So, number four is narrative. So, maybe for someone like me, I, I've heard of it, but I'm not really too sure like what it is, what it, does it do, like how do you use it? Man, narrative is a lifesaver for me personally and I like a lot of other photographers. So, when we're talking narrative, narrative started off originally as like a publishing tool. And so their main thing was, it was like, when it comes to publishing blogs, you could use narrative and made it all very pretty. You could like essentially had a lot of control over like all of the photos and wherever they went. You could also add in text. And so anytime you made a blog post for your website, narrative is slash was the go-to for that aspect. So it's called narrative publish. Um, and then probably in the last couple of years, they've brought out narrative select. So narrative select is very, like I guess it's similar to... Photo mechanic, that's kind of what everyone used to use. Plenty of people still use photo mechanic and photo mechanic slash narrative select is like a culling tool. And when I say culling, if you are not a photographer, you'll probably have no idea what I'm talking about. But essentially we take a bazillion photos at a shoot, we come home and we go through every single photo. Um, narrative and photo mechanic are those two apps that just take out so much of the time for us to have to like switch through photos. If I put them into Lightroom and I go like, I like that one. I don't like that one. I like that one. I don't like that. One. It just takes so long. Um, so with narrative select and uh, photo mechanic, they're two apps that are probably, if you don't have them as a photographer, you're probably wasting a heck of a lot of time in the culling world. And then yeah, narrative publish, get it. Cause it makes your blogs look Pretty. It also compresses your photos. So like with the blogs, um, it compresses them down to a size that I guess, like if we're putting full size images into our blogs and then you're putting that blog onto your website, your website will become so freaking slow. So narrative publish also compresses your blogs down to a size that is, I guess, your users on your website happy because they load nice and fast. And that's probably something I potentially like need for my blogs, right? Because I use Squarespace for their blogging tools. I just find it's aesthetically 
pleasing. Like it, it utilizes the same kind of color scheme um, and the same branding like within the website, super easy to use. But the more blogs I add onto my website, like I can start to see like my website, like speed, like tracking, like lower and lower with every, with every blog. <laughs> you know what's hectic with narrative? It reads what your, what your website uses, like in terms of fonts and stuff like that. And then it copies it. So essentially the way that it works is like you upload your photos into narrative, then you put your photos into whatever position, whatever grid layout, whatever you want to do. You have full customization over that. You can crop in it. You can do anything you want. Then you hit export and then you get like a HTML code. Is that the right word? Yep. Yep. That way. Yep. You get, so you get your code and then you embed that onto your website. And then once you've embedded it onto your website, it actually copies the like fonts you use. It copies the brand that you use all on there. So when you upload it, it's already sitting there ready to go. And that best part is you don't have to sit there and upload all of your photos individually onto your Squarespace website and then move them over to like a blog post. It's all in an app on your computer. Um, you're not having to like, yeah, re-upload everything again. That is so good. Time saver. We'll talk later about this. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might have to dive deeper into this and utilize this because I thought the Squarespace, like how I do the blogs was actually quite good as well, um, just in terms of like matching the fonts. And- I promise you this is like five times faster. Yeah, okay. Because you don't have to upload stuff. So it's definitely something that's worth looking into. And yeah, I'm a big fan. Uh, and if you're a photographer, maybe a videographer too now. Here we go. Yeah. Maybe it's something you guys need to think about um, implementing. Also not affiliated with these guys, just love what they do. And I love that it's like, Narrative selected, narrative published are like under the same brand, and you can kind of get like a package deal to get both. Yeah, right. Okay, let's maybe come back to this in a couple of months. And if you're if you're a videographer, because I'm sure as a videographer you're not really utilizing narrative because it's a photographer based tool. But yeah, might try might try this out and um, see how this goes in the next couple of months. Give it a crack. <laughs> cool. Number five, man. Yeah. So number five, we're talking about social media management. How much time do we spend on social media, Tim, and trying to post? And man, dude, there's a lot. Wow. <laughs> like, I don't want to even really dive into how much time I spend on social media a week. <laughs> I suppose like my Insta- Instagram game like is nowhere near like the level yours is. Like, I still like to have like a very aesthetically kind of pleasing grid and page, but. <laughs> Like with all of my videos as well, it's like, oh, like which like video trying to strategically like figure out like which one like do I post each week and, you know, like I what goes where and <laughs> yeah, like especially for videographers, like you don't really necessarily have all of the like same volume of content as a photographer as well. So like for me, like I have to be very strategic with how and what I post as well. Um, like I know like with photo like you've got a ton of options man like you've got almost a thousand like photos from from every every wedding but for for video it's not necessarily the same is it no and you and for you as well you're probably not gonna like you have to like create i guess specific posts then like out of your one or two videos that you might deliver and that just creates a whole lot of extra work for you as well so look i i guess touching base back on like what your grid looks like and things like that i'm pretty bad with uh I guess in, like using tools and things like that for social media, I kind of go in and out of using them. So sometimes I use them all the time and then other times I don't. But in terms of like planning your grid, the best one that I kind of have seen slash use a bit 
and it's free to start off with, but you can pay for it down the track. It's like Panoli. It's an app on your phone. Um, you can literally like upload your photos that you're thinking about using onto the app and then you can place them on your like essentially like what your grid would look like and you can kind of move them around and do what you need to do with them that way to see if it kind of fits before you actually post them onto your yeah. Instagram. Um, which is pretty cool. And then it also like has like um, options for it to like manage and schedule the posts for you. So you just write all the like details into it. You save it and you go, I don't know, post at seven o'clock on Thursday night, whatever it is. Um, and that will like, it's all automated for you guys. So therefore like, you know, you're taking out a lot of the like time just sifting and getting lost in the Instagram world. Yeah. Like, look, like social media is a massive aspect of our business. Like it, it, it's really like our greatest marketing tool. It's very important, I suppose, like especially for us, like we want to ensure that like we can represent ourselves and like in the best form and show our best work through Instagram and to like keep up with like the, the forever changing like algorithm that is like meta. Like it, it's crazy, man. Like even like the last couple of weeks, how like we've basically been reverting the algorithms reverted to um, showcase like videos only. And we're not really a photo sharing um, like Instagram's not a photo sharing platform anymore. It's mental, isn't it? It's so it's, and it's so hard to keep up with. And that's why I think like if you can find someone that like, or some sort of tool that you can implement to your business that will help you manage that part of your business, it will make such a big difference. And look, a lot of them aren't just Instagram based. A lot of them do like Instagram, they'll do TikTok, they'll do Pinterest. There's so many options for you for that. Like they will manage all of the above for you. And therefore you can potentially write one post and then send that out to all three platforms. Like that's it. That's huge. And I'm yeah. now talking about, I'm probably like, maybe I should go back and investigate using this correctly <laughs> some more. I've used later before like it is a paid like scheduling software so i mostly do use it for uh for tiktok but like one of the biggest issues that i have with it is the fact that the cover photo you cannot select cover photo other than like the cover photo that's like in the video and sometimes a frame in the video is not the same quality as what you would see or the same resolution (laughs) that's right so like that's my biggest issue so that's why like i kind of go back and forth like with using it like for instagram i don't know if penoli has that you have to look into it because i don't know if they have that option like instagram has yeah that's like that's the number one thing that's like really holding me back from like investing completely like in a scheduling a post scheduling like software i've never i i don't know as i said i probably should dive back into it again and do it properly because i spent so much time like trying to like, I don't know, figure out what I'm going to post and all that sort of stuff. And man, the biggest bane of my existence is like, I could post so many photos, but the bane of my existence 100% is trying to write a freaking caption. I hate (laughs) writing captions. Captions are the worst. Um, And so usually when I can't think of anything, I just like write a couple's name and put a couple of stars around it. And, you know, that'll do. That was today's post. (laughs) So there is actually um, some software for this. It's called Jasper. Writing captions is probably like, the bane of everyone's like existence <laughs> yeah it sucks it can take so much time and like for me as well like i am a bit of a perfectionist in that way so i spend way too much time trying to write a caption that captures exactly like what like the video is and what i'm trying to say and like have the right call to action but yeah there's uh, there's a software it's an ai generated like software called jasper and you basically start like typing in like the topic and it will like auto generate what a dream Sign me up. Get me on this. 
<laughs> it's yeah, like it's it's pretty cool. I've used it for some like other like commercial stuff, and and man, it makes life so much easier. And it's yeah. like it's great quality too for like for an IA based tool. Yeah, might need to uh, look into that as well. I have to, I might, maybe I have to just re-listen to this podcast once we finish with it, and I'll go back through and implement some of these things for myself that I haven't been implementing that I probably should. <laughs> for sure. Like, look, I think we can go on for ages about this, but yeah, look, if if you're a creative in the industry and you're using these tools, or perhaps others or you've got some other insider opinions about these give us a buzz like I'd, I'd love to love to hear from you yeah and it's all about community right like i think that's the reason why we're doing this too is like we want to make sure that we're building community and we want to make sure that you guys are getting value out of this so yeah like if there's anything we've either like in some of these subjects that we've spoken about today or the topics we've spoken about today um if we've missed anything let us know that would be awesome but yeah also i guess we love to hear if you think like maybe if, especially for social media management, like there's so many options out there. If there's anything that works really well for you guys, like hit us up, let us know, drop us an Instagram message, something like that. We always mm. need to find maybe out. Maybe you're a social media manager and you've got some absolute <laughs> insider secrets that we'd, uh, we'd love to hear about. Maybe we should get you on the podcast. Yeah. I was literally, literally about to say that. <laughs> yeah. Jump on. Hit us up. Hit us yeah. up. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, 100%. Come on, be a guest and give some knowledge to uh, probably, I guess it's a pretty massive topic. As you said, we, uh, everyone uses social media. I guess most of my like inquiries do come from social media. So we'd love to hear from you if you are a manager. Let's do it. Easy. All right, so moving on. Uh, we got number six, email marketing tools. I, uh, I do not use email marketing tools the best way I should either. And I think that's because I, for me personally, a lot of the work that I do, I mainly am like shooting weddings. And so therefore I'm not really, I guess, coming back to clients again over and over again. But there's definitely some options like for, that I've thought about using them. And I've actually started implementing them recently for like, family sessions and doing like winter mini sessions and like Christmas sessions and things like that. But I know Tim, you have been doing a lot of work on the email marketing tools behind the scenes in the last few months over winter. And maybe you can shed some light onto what you've found out, mate. Yeah. So basically there's lots of different tools for the email marketing. Like for myself personally, because my website's with Squarespace, I use the Squarespace email marketing tools. Um, and but the main reason, like it, it really keeps the same branding and like aesthetic um, of what my like website and brand is, and copies that over into an email. And essentially, all the blogs that I write as well, like I can convert them into an email marketing uh, post, basically with a click of a button. Like it, it's it's actually phenomenal. So if you go onto my website, like you can actually, um, there might be a pop-up that comes up to sign up to my newsletter. So like if you sign up to my newsletter, you'll probably start to uh, receive like some of these emails and like there's different e types of emails for how people kind of sign up. So like if you inquire with me, uh, you might get a bunch of different type of emails. And that could just be like, for me, providing a little bit of value. So like those emails really be based about like how to choose the right wedding videographer. Like, like what are the venue, different venues out there that may suit your vibe, how to have a amazing wedding and just basically some little tips and tricks to help you with your wedding planning. And I feel like it's, it's a great tool to also like showcase and potentially sell some of your products as well like from if you have like an a la carte package system i know after the wedding uh like there may be some like emails that i would 
essentially like automate to see, well, hey, like wedding like was amazing. Like if you would like to um, have a look at some of the a la carte options that I do have available, like this is it. And then, yeah, like, or if there's sale going out that I kind of want to run um, usually about a year after the wedding, I usually like to have some uh, email marketing that goes out to basically um, provide some value. And like, I'm holding on to this, like this footage, right? Like it's no good, like for it just to stay on my drives. Like I know you've like, you've got a potentially a film or a few from me, but there could be like something else that you may want, like a year down the track, like whether that's like a doc edit or whether that's like a ceremony or a speeches film or whether that's even just like lately I've added in like a real mix, right? Like I've called it the real mix, which is like a bunch of Instagram reels. So like sometimes I just offer sales like through them and it just all goes out like from my email marketing. I don't really have to think about it. Like it's all preset and it just offers, I feel a little bit more value to the client as well because they can get access to potentially some of the footage that they would not have seen otherwise, like if it wasn't included in the in the film originally. And it looks pretty, right? Like it all matches your like website. Yeah, it's all, it's all on brand. It's all on brand. Yeah, which is super important and people know who you are for that reason too. So yeah, I've, I have looked into it. In, as I said, I've looked into it in the past and I at the moment haven't been implementing it, but maybe this is something that I'll start to do as well over the next few months. I feel like every nearly every point, no, not nearly, okay, maybe two of the points so far. I'm like, I should really do this too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, me too, me too. Yeah. <laughs> but like there's, there's MailChimp. Like I know that's a free tool for up to like 2,000, I think, subscribers. Like, they've been around huge. forever too, hey. Like they've like- They have. Yeah. Like, I feel like they've been around the like one of the longer ones. Yeah, it's definitely something that is beneficial for everybody. If you are trying to give value to your past clients, to people that just love what you do and follow you, it's just another aspect to, I guess, I guess for us as creatives is to like show our brand, show what we do. And yeah, just give information to people um, about maybe upcoming events or something else that is different that you are doing. So like, that's why, like, I think for me personally, I'd probably be like looking to use them for like mini sessions and things like that. And just promoting like future shoots that I'm doing. Yeah. Spot on. So yeah, I think to, to leave that one, like have a look at the tools available like to you. If you think there would be a benefit, just give it a, give it a crack. Like mail, MailChimp's free. Yeah. Yeah. And if not, if they're paid, they're like month to month anyway. Right. Like, so it's not like it's something that uh, you're committing to for like long term. So you could give it a go. And if it's not for you, you can probably, there's probably a thousand other different options too. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. All right. The last one we are talking about number seven, we're talking about, look, a tool that I used to be a little bit against using back in the day because I was like Adobe, eat your heart out. Here I am. Adobe only. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But uh, in recent, probably in the last year or so, I've really converted across to using this tool um, a whole lot more. It's website based, but it also has like a free version as well as a paid version. It's Canva. And mate, Canva is a game changer. I feel like everything I'm doing these days when it comes to like marketing and in terms of like design work, I guess, for like my price guides and for Instagram stories and things like that is through Canva. Like our logo for this podcast is made with Canva. <laughs> yeah, literally like just dodgy as Bodgy Brothers, here we are. But at the same time <laughs> as well, you can also make it look really good. Like, and you know, I only recently, probably in the last like three weeks, four weeks, something like that, I've only just got onto the paid version of Canva because the free version is so freaking good. Like, but there are some limitations to it in terms of like, you know, changing the size of something, like changing the size of like your files and things like that. And I think once we started this podcast, the last couple of like weeks and stuff, I've really realized that. And that's where the 
Pro version of Canva comes into its own. But yeah, it's, it's epic. It's like, even though the free version is powerful, the Pro version is like an absolute game changer. It is like having a designer, a graphic designer, like at your fingertips. It is that powerful. They have so many templates on there. They've got like, yeah, it's pretty crazy the amount of, I guess, like AI it's kind of got in it as well. Like, I remember like even recently when we we're doing the podcast, like we wanted to like me and Tim have a photo of each other at like a similar location, but we want to get rid of the background. You literally open the photo up and press a button and all of a sudden the background's gone. And I'm like, if I did that in Photoshop, it would take me four hours and they just did it in 40 seconds. Man, I remember back in the day trying to like doing that in Photoshop and like I'd have to look at a YouTube tutorial and then like quickly go through and like it literally take me hours to do. Yeah. Like, and this is like a like, click of button done. Yeah, like obviously like you and I are not graphic artists, like we're not design artists. We have no like prior experience in this, but we utilize Canva a lot. Like a lot of the branding, like on my website, a lot of the branding that I use, like even like at like expos and stuff when I create like my like little posters and things, that's like all done in Canva. Yeah, everything. Like, you know, you can put like it's got a QR code section, like you can like create a QR code and just chuck it on there. I use that for all expos that I go to as well. Yeah, anything design-wise you pretty much can do it. You go on, jump on there. And if you're like, I want to design a, let's just say podcast logo. I type in podcast logo. There's 40 billion of the templates on there that you can just pick from. So it definitely is awesome. And you can also, if I think the main benefit I've seen in the last few weeks for the pro version is you can create a brand template. Essentially, you can like get like, your colors that you would use every single day of your brand or your like your brand your brand identity yeah that's the one yeah so you can like you can create like your brand um, identity and like a logo on there you can like have all the colors you use every single time and then you just go back to that and you click the button and you're like oh i want to like on this template i want to implement my like colors that i use every other time for like managed in photography and then that's done it's there all your fonts are there it's pretty like it's awesome in that sense that it kind of like saves all of that for you even like some of the like the reels that i do like if i wanted to add in font or text and have it either animated or have it like very specific to what i want it's all canva yeah because it's it's got a video aspect like a video editing aspect to it as well right there's different like there's templates for like every type of format right like these days like there's different formats but literally like every platform and even within the same platform there's different templates so yeah like i use it throughout everything from like youtube banners to um, like instagram reels to instagram posts it's so good isn't it it's epic and i i use it for like every single day like so like whenever someone inquires with me like you get a link to canva and it has a my price guide on there like that's how i implement my price guide that's how you see my price guide it compresses it it doesn't make it look all funky it's like high quality goodness it goes to you in like a private link that you cannot edit it's pretty awesome in that sense so <laughs> imagine if you could edit i'll just change that price <laughs> take yeah, away yeah. So. <laughs> i'll just do that and then it's done but like it, that's a game changer right because before i would have to use like photoshop or like illustrator or uh like something like that and i would have to download it maybe like indesign and i would download it i would have to try and compress it and they, or like the images would always come up funky because you could only do like when you sent a PDF to somebody, like a PDF guide to someone, you can only make it so big. Otherwise, it would either send it to junk mail or it just would refuse to send. Where now I've got rid of like the PDF. I've got a link to it, which goes to like my Canva profile for that price guide. And it's there and it's done and it's dusted. And the best part about it is, is like if I have a spelling mistake, I can go back to the original template. I can like 
edit my spelling mistake because everything that I do has spelling mistakes because I suck at spelling. But, you know, I can go back there. I can fix my spelling mistake whenever I see good, it. Good thing you know how to take a photo, though. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, look, I've got to be good at something. Can't be good at everything. That's okay. Um, but, yeah, I can go back to that original template. I can edit it, and it's instantly done. Like, And so that is such a game changer because it makes our lives so much easier. We are not wasting our time, like, exporting, uploading, fixing this, doing that, and starting again. It's just there. You use that basic template, and you adjust it as necessary. Amazing, man. Amazing. Well, I think that's that's a lot of value we've just gone through, and this is probably the longest podcast we've done. Like, Yeah. <laughs> This is coming up to like the 50 minute mark. <laughs> yeah, look at us go. We smashed it. Let's I think let's just quickly run through to maybe like just do a wrap up. So we've got seven points. We kind of there's a couple of little bonus ones in there which we won't mention. So if you miss the bonus ones, go back and listen to this podcast again. But yeah, let's just quickly run through those seven, Tim. All right, rapid fire. Seven tools that you need as a creative business owner. Number one, a client management system or a client relationship manager. Massive. That's number one for a reason. Like we utilize that every day. Our business would not run without it. Number two is photo delivery platform uh, software. So how we deliver our photos and videos. Massive, creates a lot of value like for the client. Number three, online meetings and scheduling. So the tools that we use to have our online meetings and then how we schedule that um, and utilize that scheduling within our business. Number four is narrative. I'll let you kind of touch on that one if you want to. Five, social media management. Six, email marketing tools. And seven, Canva. Cannot go wrong. If you could implement at least three or four of these, even if you are very fresh to the like wedding industry, creative industry, I guess the benefit of this chat today is that it's not just related to specifically wedding. And it's not just for photo or video. It's for anybody in a creative business owner role. I feel like a lot of these things, you will save so much time if you can use some of them. If you can use them all, it's amazing. And it's definitely going to benefit you. Like I know that me and Tim collectively, we don't use every single one of them, but one of us uses each one of them. So yeah, it's not a be all or end all, but it definitely saves us time. And I think we'll both be going back through and looking at what we're using and where we use it. And remember that some of these things aren't, all paid. You don't have to pay heaps of money for them. Majority of them are quite budget friendly, but they also save you a heck of a lot of time. And time is money. So thanks so much for listening to the Make It Epic Wedding podcast this week. Hopefully this has brought you some value. Um, and remember that, yeah, uh, if you're a client of ours or you're potentially looking to be, I don't know, working with us in the future, hopefully this brings you some like comfort knowing that everything that we are doing is trying to make your experience better. And if you are a creative in the industry, um, hopefully this has helped give you some value and yeah, really touched on some things that will improve your quality of life in the business world that you are running. It's a hectic time and it is can be lonely and it can be very busy, but we hope that this has helped you. We will be back next week, Tim, you know, next Thursday, dropping another episode. Leave us a comment, send us a message, um, say hi to us. If you think there's some other tools that you think we've probably missed that you uh, think should definitely probably be added to that list, uh, give us a buzz, let us know. We'd, um, we'd love to hear yeah, jump on our Instagram, uh, make it epic dot podcast, and we will speak to you all soon. Bye. Bye.